Welcome. Well, in today's episode, our focus is on cultivating self-love and gratitude in a space where we can flourish as individuals. And from there, we can make good decisions, take action on the path to our dreams. My guest, Emma Hall, Life Untethered, and I just love the name of that website, is joining me to talk about how confidence is the number one thing you need to succeed and how that confidence can be nurtured. So you are here with me, Carol Clegg, on Connect, Inspire, Create. And on this show, we like to explore entrepreneurial journeys that others have taken Share some inspiring tools to help you take action in your business and then a good dose of mindset, motivation, and a few marketing resources. So let's dive in together and find inspiration to create success in our businesses. Welcome, Emma. Lovely to have you here. Thank you, Carol. It's so wonderful to be on the show. Yeah, thank you. We were just talking about weather and Emma is joining me from up in Canada where fall is touching already and I'm here in New Mexico where it's beginning it's it's uh, still pretty green but um I've, the, the fall colors are on their way it's a fabulous time of the year right it really is one of my favorite times of the year and I do enjoy when it's the crisp cool mornings and then the sun comes out in the afternoon you get to walk and kick all the leaves as you're walking along <laughs> oh that yeah just that picture of that just sounds delightful so I would love to just tell our audience just a little bit about you. Absolutely. I'd be delighted. (laughs) So So, I'm originally from England. I moved to Canada in 2007, actually. So it's very much home now. Right. And um, I live in British Columbia in a ski resort, actually, called Sun Peaks, which is just incredible. So I'm looking forward to winter arriving soon. (laughs) Are you a skier? I'm guessing yes. A snowboarder. A snowboarder. All right. Yeah. 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 And I spend my time as a life coach. I help my clients to live amazing dream lives as well, whatever those look like. Oh, well, I know I had to share a little bit of buff from your bio, which um, you you shared with me. So I'd love to just tell our listeners a little bit about that. And Emma is, she's a renowned life coach and she specializes in confidence and personal effectiveness and being featured on television, radio, podcast, and as a magazine columnist, she has decades of experience in leading, coaching and mentoring successful individuals. And Emma, as you shared, your focus is on helping you take control of your personal well-being with some practical and somatic tools, along with your background, your background in corporate and government leadership. So lots to jump in right here. And I know that you shared that, wow, right in the middle of the pandemic, you've had the strength to make some rather drastic changes um, in your life. You want to share a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. It seems it's three years ago now. Um, but I realized that, that my life was not making me happy. And I took a look and thought, am I going to stay where I am and just carry on? And where is that going to take me? Or am I going to change? And so I actually left my marriage and 
then left my job as well. And so recreated a, a whole brand new life for myself, effectively, That's with wow. this new career and, and, and without Without anyone else but my little dog in my life. Oh, <laughs> and they're precious. Mine sleeping behind me as well. <laughs> they certainly are our wonderful companions. So I want to look ask you some more about this flourishing and you know, making these good decisions. And those are two huge decisions to have made in that same time period. Um, major stress reacting i'm sure um but before we jump into that let me ask you two quick questions if i may absolutely so, please do what would something be that your friends would be so surprised to know about you gosh that my friends would be surprised i'm a pretty open book but probably something i don't advertise is that i'm scared of worms earthworms <laughs> That's interesting. Spiders is mine. <laughs> but the, shame. I hope you don't have too many of those around you. No, no. But there was, um, a, can I share a little story from when I was a child? So I was out in, in the yard. We had like a, a shed and I don't know, I was probably like cleaning my horse's tack or something like that. And I went to come back into the house, but it had rained and there were worms all over the path. And I was screaming just beside myself, so much so that the neighbors actually called the police. And by the time the police arrived, I had gone back inside the house and everything had settled down. My mum must have come and taken me home. But I, she made me come outside and explain to the police officer what had happened. <laughs> Never mind your horse. He must have been rather concerned <laughs> about what was going on. Oh, my goodness. Well, this one is more about you working and in your work environment. When do you feel most productive? And does it relate for you to time of the day or mindset? What a brilliant question. It's it's both. And so I am most productive first thing in the morning, but I do have to remind myself of that and get myself out of bed. And then I have a, you know, a morning routine that, that's really nourishing to me. And part of that is getting myself in the mindset to then be successful and to show up. Yeah, I love that combination. Pour into your own cup first so that you can. Um, and I'm a morning person too. I, I, by the end of the day, it's like, mm. <laughs> and I currently have horses. So I try to make sure that I do spend some time with them to kind of lift me up and, and keep me going. But they're my early morning risers. So they're part of that early morning routine because <laughs> they got to be fed. But um, so I know that we wanted to just talk on a bunch of different subjects. So we'll just go where we can with this conversation. But we, I'd love to dig into a little bit about rewiring your brain for unshakable confidence. Yeah, Tell because we're more. not, you are not stuck with your thoughts as they are. You do have the power and the capacity to change them. And, you know, sometimes I'll have a client come to me and saying that, that they're negative and they have negative thoughts. 
And so I am able to, to coach them to shift that, to shift that belief and then actually to rewire themselves to be in a more positive state. And when you are in a positive state, a state of gratitude, then you just are more confident because you start seeing what went well as opposed to what went wrong. And it, it really snowballs and, and builds your confidence. Mm, I, I love that because I'm part of the positive intelligence coaching is what I use in my program and very much so recognizing those negative thought patterns. They're there to serve a purpose but and not to run from them but to explore and then to shift. Um, and so that whole rewiring and it's just our brains are fascinating. I mean, Aren't they just? <laughs> you know, somebody, I heard somebody the other day say, our brains are so simple. It's so easy. This is just so simple. And I'm like, Really? Can you make a statement like that? <laughs> I mean, yes, I suppose in some ways, but if you look at the beauty of the fact of rewiring um, and that the, the capacity to do that, um, you know, and, and lay down new pathways, that's not that simple to me. I mean, it's just an incredible part of our bodies, right? Yeah, and when you when you take the time to actually get to know your brain and how it sabotages you and plays tricks on you that's when you can then start to master it and you know notice yourself in a behavioral pattern interrupt that and then challenge question your thoughts mm -hmm. and choose to replace them with thoughts that are going to be productive that are going to help you towards right. your goals yeah one of them i love is is it true Asking yourself, like, <laughs> oh my truth? goodness right <laughs> yes i i invite my clients to keep evidence journals both of oh, things interesting. things that so you know one thing is a beautiful mm. evidence that universe is conspiring for you right. so where you write down any wonderful things that happen like the most recent thing in mine is that on Facebook Marketplace, I was looking for a yogurt maker and I went to pick it up. It was $10. And when I picked it up, she said, actually, you can have it for free. So that's universe conspiring for me. So that went in my evidence journal. Okay. And then, so then conversely, when you have those negative thoughts and you don't put this in the same journal, that evidence that universe is conspiring for me is a celebration. But right. elsewhere, you can work on looking at you know, what are, what are the thoughts that, that keep coming up for me? And then questioning those, asking like, is that true? Where is the evidence to support that is true? And invariably there actually is none. And then instead, where is the evidence that the opposite is in fact true? And when you look through that, you'll see that it's essentially the same sort of handful of thoughts that you, you have about yourself. And that there's, you know, a, a whole list of ways that you are wrong in these um, negative self-talk assumptions that you're making. I just that's so inspiring. I'm a journal junkie, so now <laughs> a, new, a new use of these. How many different journals I have lying around me? But I love I that, that evidence journal um, is wonderful. That celebration, but yeah, questioning the ones on on the negative side and exploring that. So. So the other one that I wanted to dig into that you wanted, to, the secret to making habits stick, because I think that is such a tough one. We we oh, jump into things and we, we want to run with them and we say we'll do them. And then what happens? 
I know we have the best intentions, don't we? And then they, they fall apart. So there's a few different things, but really what's key is starting out with a habit. You want, you want to have a good reason for your habit, whatever this habit is you're trying to introduce into your life. Um, so first of all, have a good reason for it, something that you love, not just because, you know, Emma and Carol talked about it and I think I should. It's actually that you want to do it. So whether it's getting up at 6.30 in the morning or eating homemade yogurt for breakfast, whatever it is, have a good reason that you want to do it. And then what you need to do is make your goal trip overable. So make it so easy that you cannot fail to succeed. Let's say, you know, I have a client who her goal is to walk every day and her trip overable version of that goal is to walk for five minutes every day. Now, she is welcome to exceed that goal at any and every opportunity. But the beauty of making it so small is that then if you get, you know, you're at the end of the day, you've had supper, you're on the couch watching Netflix, and you think, oh my goodness, I haven't gone for my walk yet. You can manage five minutes, you know, just go out, go down, walk around the block, whatever it is. Mm. You may do more, but you definitely can achieve whatever is your trip trip overable goal. Right. And then the next part that is really um, key as well. You need to keep track. So you want to set up, like I love those, you know, the reward charts that you had as kids where you got Mm -hmm. a gold star for doing your chores. You make yourself a gold star chart. And you keep track of every day that you hit your goal. And it's going to be every day because you made that goal so small that you could trip over it. And then you post that somewhere visible. So I'm looking at my fridge now or wherever on your bathroom mirror. And every day you check that off. And then you see this beautiful winning streak that you're on. And that gives you that dopamine hit of success of having seen that you're you're doing it and it makes you want to continue and and then helps you to continue with your motivation. Right, yeah, because it gets that momentum going. As you say, you step into something so small, you can celebrate that, um, celebrate the success and then grow it as you wish to. But at least it's not, you know, I'm not going to run a marathon. <laughs> so you talk about teaching someone to be confident, Obviously, we hear that overly used, you know, imposter syndrome or whatever it is, and people don't want to show up or don't want to make decisions or choices. Where do you start with teaching someone to be confident? You have to love yourself. And, you know, that that's the place that I start. And sometimes it's the biggest challenge. For me, it was. Mm. I really did not like who I was um, until I was in my 40s. But learning through using, you know, that that positive frame of mind of looking for, you know, what went well, what's good, what do I love about myself, you know, various different exercises to actually focus on your good qualities, like what makes you a good friend, what makes you a great person to go traveling with, Mm. you know, thinking about all of your strengths and really focusing on those and one of the exercises I'll get my clients to do, I call it a love bomb. And you write out 20 things that you love about yourself. 
Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> and it does. <laughs> yes, it does need to be 20. Right. Um, and you can, it can be, you know, big things, little things. I love my smile. I love my hair. I love mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I'm whatever. Write those out. And then every morning you have to read it out to yourself, looking in the mirror, looking yourself in the eyes and read it out out loud three times with love, not a hint of sarcasm with love. Like you're talking to your best friend. That is a fabulous action step for people to start with. Right. I mean, imagine then how much better your day is that you started it out being told how wonderful you are with yeah. love. Yeah. Of course yeah. you're going to be more confident Feeling and confident. And have a great day. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so I know that as we're, we're going through all these items here, there's the other one, the last one that I wanted to ask you is there's never a right time, so start now. Um, yes, we're always putting things off, right? Whether it's things that we want to do or things that we need to do, I think about, you know, I had on my bucket list for six years that I wanted to take a drive up to the north coast of Canada to go to the Arctic Ocean. And I finally did it this year because I asked myself, what are you waiting for? Like, what what has to be right for you to do it? And similarly, you might be thinking about investing in a life coach or starting, um, you know, a some kind of further education program, changing your job, whether to have children or not, and you're waiting for it to be the right time. What what are the right criteria? And you can do a journaling exercise with this. Think about like what what do I need to be right? And then but why? Like why why do I need that? Or really is that true? Do I really need that to right. be the case? Yeah. And and just using logic really to look at it. And Knowing, because we all know deep down that if you wait, you're not going to get around to it. Whereas the sooner you do it, you get to choose that now is the right time for you. And to get the joy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Taking control of your destiny and you being the decision maker instead of, you know, when I think about when I left my job, I was actually on sick leave and kind of hoping that they would fire me. Right. And I was like, what? That's no. Like, you take, take control. control. Right. Leave. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that you must have celebrated because you took that decision. Exactly. Um, and there, and wasn't forced into a situation that you would look back and go, well, did I really want to leave? Did it happen because of this? I mean, you had a clear path. Um, yeah. Out of that. Yeah. So, and you have oh. that, that, you know, accountability and empowerment that you made a choice and you didn't let life happen to you. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, no, whatever you want to do, people, do it. Find a way to make it happen. (laughs) Life untethered, that just resonates. How did you come to finding that as your... Yeah, it's, um, it's really about not being tied down to anything, having freedom, being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it. And so it just came up as a, a beautiful feeling for me to to live life untethered. Yeah, no, it's just it's it's resonates and it's memorable and it's it, it just expresses so much. So I, I think it's wonderful. Emma, what are some ways that our 
people that might be listening and are curious and want to work with you or find out more about what you offer? Are your packages one-on-one? Do you do group? Do you have courses? Tell us more. I do work one-on-one with my clients. Um, so as a life coaching in that that beautiful relationship, I offer free training occasionally. So sign up for my mailing list to find out when that's happening. And this is the first place that I'm announcing this, Carol. Next year, I'm actually launching a group program as well. Oh, fantastic. 2024. Right? Right. Yeah. I'm going to help people be able to make 2024 their best year yet. That's fantastic. And I'm guessing that'll all be on your website because people will have to just make sure they say that, sign up for your newsletter so they'll be able to know. And tell us where to find you on the glorious web. My website is lifeuntethered.com. And then I'm on social media at The Life Untethered. Wonderful. So I have that for Instagram. I have that for Facebook and Pinterest. And I will make sure that that is in the show notes. That Anything else you'd like to leave our listeners with before we sign out? Hmm. Oh, so much. But what would I want to leave people with? I would say that you can take that idea of the, the self-love bomb and then help use that to spread love and joy throughout your day. So think about when you're talking to people, like how can you give them an authentic compliment and do that? We all too often are too shy to give compliments and instead do it. So whether it's someone on the street and you're like, I love your jacket or I love your accent, make it authentic, do it, and you'll see them smile and they'll light up and they're going to have a better day, and then that's going to have a beautiful ripple effect on the whole world. I love that. That ties in with what I'm going to say to others now as we sign up. So thanks to everybody for listening. And if our conversation has sparked some inspiration for you, I do invite you to share this episode. And if you're looking for ways to be encouraged, step out, listen to what Emma just shared and find your own unique way of connecting, inspiring and creating this week to let it bring joy into your world. And in my role as an accountability business coach, I partner with women solopreneurs in midlife to conquer that procrastination, attain balance in their business endeavors and nurture a positive mindset. By blending personalized accountability and mindset coaching with the powerful positive intelligence program, You can find ways to gain confidence to harness tools that can elevate your overall happiness in life. So feel free to reach out with any inquiries you may have because I am here to support you on that journey. So Emma, thanks once again for joining me. Um, This was a wonderful conversation and I know that it's going to inspire those that have listened to us. Thank you. Thank you, Carol. It's been a wonderful conversation.